0: Picture it, Sicily, 1990s. No, <laughs> Golden Girls, nice. Uh, we're doing something unique this week. We are. I tried to find another word that rhymed with week, but no. We are having uh, Civil War days here in Three Oaks, and we did this last year as well. And real life is uh, doing a community church service, um, and it's it's really neat. It's you know you kind of take a step back in time. Uh there are reenactments going on for a couple days, and the the soldiers from both sides set up camps and
1: It's extra cool for those of us who are dig history, you know that are uh, kind of history buffs so to be able to to jump in on that um it it's neat.
0: We try to, to remain you know relatively true to the to the period <laughs>
1: yeah, and one of the things that that we really. Made sure to talk to them about it in advance. Is we're not going to give up a worship service, right? To it's do not a perfor- It's not a theatrical right. performance not, type know, thing. But but we will, you know, we'll dress in as authentic a garb as we can get, and, and
0: use the right, you know, themes and, yeah, and I'll, languages. I'll, I'll you know. preach You're from not going to talk about your iPhone.
1: No, I'll preach from the King James version because that's what they used at that time. Um, but it'll still be a regular worship. We'll, we'll use hymns that existed we're at that time become, that they right, would have right. been singing so we're not going to do our normal um, it's not be you know, hill song and, and no no it's <laughs> definitely not um so yeah it, it, it it's interesting one of the things i discovered last year is how many of our hymns that we think of as old hymns are really from the 20th century right that um, yeah. old
0: hymns is old right <laughs> so, so we'll
1: use hymns from the Sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth century, but nothing from the twentieth or today. So,
0: so um, you you told me briefly, you know what we're we're gonna talk about on Sunday. Um, but I want to just whet everyone's whistle real quick. Whistle. <laughs> it's good to have a wet whistle. <laughs> With some, uh, I found some Civil War slang Ooh. online, so I'm gonna give you a couple to quiz you. Okay? Fun trivia. So, what would you say if I told you to go boil your shirt?
1: To go boil your shirt.
0: What do you think that means?
1: Um, go away! You're an annoying moron.
0: Yeah, take a hike, get yeah. lost. You've been really good at these. We did some off the off the uh, off the air.
1: Because I knew that wallpaper meant drunk. Drunk, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that, but it seemed like a good fit.
0: There are some on here that are still used today, like skedaddle.
1: Skedaddle, it's a good one. Use it often.
0: <laughs> Toe the mark. I feel like you might know this with your military experience. Yeah,
1: I mean, we, we use toe the mark today in, in some things, so like to to step up to the line to do what you're supposed to do to follow the regulation.
0: Okay, I'll give you one more. I really want to find a hard one. If anyone has any that I'm not saying here, write in. Ooh, okay, let's offend some people. Graybacks.
1: That, I assume that must be the southern, uh, southern soldiers. Derogatory term yeah. for
0: confederate. Or lice, so there's that
1: they were called lice also
0: (laughs) it said or it's called called a term for lice term for lice lice. as i say as i'm scratching my head (laughs) anyway (laughs) so let's get into good stuff let's get into uh so it's going to be a little bit different on on sunday um so again we're kind of shifting out of our uh dear theophilus um, yeah uh, well and just the fact that it's going to be an
1: outdoor service in the park is a little bit different so you know we're we're excited about it. It takes a little more effort to, right. to be able to move things around. So what's you know. the
0: plans, Stan?
1: So uh, as we do it, it just uh, what I want to try to do, one of the exciting things for me was to be able to go back and research some of these things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what were the hymns that were being sung? Because even... You know, a lot of the hymns from the 19th century didn't occur until after that. And some that were popular, that were written well before that, were out of favor, or out of popularity, probably out of favor is the wrong term, but um, were not being sung regularly at that time. Mm -hmm. So uh, Amazing Grace, less popular During that time, than it was later on. Mm. Um, It was popular before. It was popular after. Not as popular at that time. Not that it wasn't sung, but not as popular at that time. Uh, One of the other things is just the the nature of the hymns, the way that that things you would have a text. Hymn books did not look like they do today. So you'd have a text with suggested tunes. You'd have a tune book and a textbook, right? And you would pick you know, there might be five or six different tunes that these hymns would go with. It was just mass chaos. Well, at the same time, you'd also have uh, a lot more people who could read music, who who actually did this. It was part of their regular pastime of the culture. So they would do that, and um, what's the kind of simplified note thing? I'm not thinking of what it's called, but more of a visual um, musical form that that you could read in, in these books. Uh, not helpful, I apologize. <clears throat> yeah, I just can't think of it. My mother-in-law is probably thinking, boy, he's a moron, you know, he, you should know this. Anyhow, uh, so they they would just read this and, and people could sing. T- people today don't read music as well as 20 years ago. Right. So a, a lot of churches don't use hymnals, right. which does, you know, if you put music up on the screen, you're, and you're just reading, right. yeah, you're just putting up the text, the words, right. and you either know the stuff or you figure it out as you go. Right. Um, but you go back to uh, at that time and people would be singing harmonies in the right. congregation right. because uh, they
0: were written in and in the hymns it just
1: changes right. a lot of things right. and I remember that growing up right. in the Methodist church and a Baptist church I, I grew up mainly in the Baptist church but my family was uh, Methodist and so we uh, have a lot of services over there or, or different things and hearing the people around me singing these harmonies it was just the coolest thing agreed and so I, I wanted to learn how to do that as we went along but anyhow the, uh, what we're going to be looking at we'll start with a text from galatians chapter three um speaking of the the oneness that we have in christ and since we all recognize the the difficulties of that particular time and that um uh, our nation was being torn apart by a lot of factors, but at the heart of it was the, the basic um, lack of understanding of the sanctity of life mm-hmm. for all races. And so uh, very often scriptures were used, misused, I would say, twisted to support slavery. Um, and without getting into that a ton, the slavery that's spoken about in, in the scriptures is a broader term that had very little in common actually with the chattel slavery that we saw in, in the 400 years of the transatlantic slave trade. It had very little to do with the slavery we see even today with the human trafficking. There was that, uh, but there were a variety of economic strata that might have been considered under that same general term of, of slavery. But there there was clearly injustice straight along. And so when the Bible speaks of slavery, it's different in many ways than how we think of it today. The principles that we see in the scriptures always portray the the unity of man and the division is whether you belong to God or don't. Mm -hmm. In the Old Testament, whether you are of Israel or not. In the New Testament, whether you are of Christ or not. And all of these pictures that we have that's the only division do you know christ do you not do you belong to god or do you not and so matter
0: if you're black white or purple
1: right exactly there's there's no anything the scripture does not ever allude to or speak of anything that even remotely resembles uh the the uh racist or ethnist type of ideas that we might see today that you are uh, lesser because of your skin color or whatever else recognizes differences mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. speaks of nationalities and differences, mm-hmm. but not in a derogatory way. That right. the difference between Jew and Samaritan was cultural, not racial or or even Had nothing ethnic. to do
0: with skin color. Or right.
1: Like so as we see, that's a human thing. That's a sin right. thing right. that we go along with. So anyway, as we look at Galatians three. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm going to jump ahead. The text is going to be 26 to 29. But just to to give some feel for it, uh, back in 21, he's talking about the idea of freedom versus the law. And he says, Is the law therefore opposed to the promise of God? Absolutely not. For if a law had been given that could impart life, then righteousness would certainly have come by the law. It didn't because it couldn't. that was me, Uh, verse 22, but the scripture declares that the whole world is a prisoner of sin. The whole world is a prisoner of sin. So that what was promised, being given through faith in Jesus Christ, might be given to those who believe. Before this faith came, we were held prisoners by the law, locked up until faith should be revealed. So the law was put in charge to lead us to Christ that we might be justified by faith. Now that faith has come, We are no longer under the supervision of the law. Here's our text. You are all, you who are not under the supervision of the law, but are in Christ by faith. You are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. It does not matter what color your skin is or where you're from. And if, if you are in Christ, we are one. We are one body. We are brother, sister in a forever family. And the idea of looking on anyone from a different background as less is absolutely anathema that is outside of anything that we see in christian teaching so look at that
0: i think that you know it's important to as we're going back um looking at this from a very it's what's on everyone's mind when you think about the civil war the the racism center of it but though things might be different today Mm -hmm. there's still a lot of that yeah. <laughs> Whether it's you know different cultures and how we perceive them and things like that, so absolutely, I,
1: I, because sin is still here. Right. As, as long as we have sin, we're going to have these things. So we will I, never eradicate right.
0: racism. Right, but I think looking at that, you know, especially if we're if we're bringing it to the present, uh, which we can discuss next time. I think looking at that from a biblical perspective is going to be uh, very helpful. And I hope so. So we will talk about that next time. If you are in the Three Oaks area uh, this weekend, there's, I think it's, is it starting on Friday they're doing those
1: things? Uh, for sure, Saturday is the big part. I all think right. it starts Friday evening, but I'm not
0: positive. So pretty much all weekend, um, if you just do a quick search online for Three Oaks Civil War Days, you should be able to find all the information. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, come check it out if you're in the Southwest Michigan area. And then our uh, church service is at, on Sunday, the, is it 28th? 28th at 10 a.m. Um, in Dewey Cannon Park.
1: I think we'll have a, a link on our Facebook page as well, I'm sure if I'm not we will.
0: Okay, so yeah, come check it out if you're in the area, and we will discuss more about it next week. Thanks for listening.